The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast, and I am your host, Raider Greg. Yes, we still are a ship without a captain. That's right, going in circles, we have the insane running the asylum. That's what's happening with the Oakland Raiders right now, but who knows what's going to happen. We're going to talk about that and some more things here on show 226. On today's show, we're going to hit Connecting the Dots. <laughs> Connecting the Dots, a quote by John Herrera, of course, one of my favorite guys in the Raiders organization. I say no coach, no clue, no confidence from the Raider Nation. And that story is going to be hot, of course. And then we have this one. There is some light in a dark place. That's right. There's some positive news that could possibly happen. You know, yeah, there's a lot of things that could happen, but I'm hoping this does happen because it is a possibility. Then, of course, we'll hit very special teams in 2008. It's amazing how we overlook the little things. The third phase of our football team, the special teams, has done a tremendous job. We're going to hit on that and some other things, too. Uh, We're not going to hit on the draft, of course, because the draft is a long way away, and free agency is just around the corner. February 27th, it starts. That's when the rocket and rolling should start. And it's been 11 days since we've interviewed a coach. Yeah. That's all I got to say Okay, let's get to connecting the dots. I'm all drunk. Busting freestyle out the back of my trunk. Yeah, I drink Budweiser and shave my head and got a Raiders shield tattooed on my head. To my Raiders over here, Raiders over there. Okay, folks, so with the Raiders now 11 days after, well, (laughs) 11 days after they interviewed their last coaching candidate, have had nothing, absolutely nothing but crickets from Alameda. It's classic. It happened the same thing in previous seasons, the last six to be exact. The dysfunction continues. They have Tom Cable hanging by a string, I'm sure been promised something, but not apparently knowing exactly what it, what it is as a fan disturbs me a great deal. 11 days since an interview. Does that mean we're finished? Have we filled all our positions? Well, so far, I only count two coaches hired, and I'm not sure exactly if they're going to be the coaches in that position or not. It's amazing. You know, I don't understand it. But just when you think you've lost it, just when you think you can't take it anymore, we have a breath of fresh air from the Raiders organization and my favorite douchebag, John Herrera, with help from his buddy, Mike Taylor. The quote is this, we have specific reasons for doing it this way, said senior executive John Herrera a key member of Davis' ever-so-shrinking circle. That's right. When it's all done, there'll be a very detailed explanation as to why we're moving the way we are. We're connecting the dots, and we're doing things the right way. (laughs) Oh, gosh. We're connecting the dots. Let's see. What could you make with those dots once you connected them? Would it be a picture of a giraffe? (laughs) How about a clown? Oh, no, let's see. The logical thing would be a football. I think if it's not the Lombardi Trophy, then those dots are in the wrong place, man. They could be, you know, dots forming an asshole for all I know. 
It's just incredible to me that we're connecting the dots because he also says that this is a very well thought out and reasoned game plan. Well, the last time I looked, hiring a head coach was nothing <clears throat> resembling a game. It's a very serious ordeal, <laughs> and it's very costly to an organization when they don't hire a good one, as we have seen for some time now. I've always gone back and forth as far as coaches, and Al Davis is concerned. It's looking more and more like Al seems to be the problem. <laughs> but nonetheless, you know, I can't understand why the Raiders spend so much time interviewing coordinators before they hire a head coach. Okay? Now, why would that be? Would it be because Cable's already the coach and he's already interviewing these people? He must have said something when he went to the Senior Bowl. Hey, guys, I'm the new guy in Oakland. What does that mean? Well, it means that I'm not really the coach. I'm kind of the interim coach without a contract. Boy, that deems confidence when you talk to young men that are willing to put their careers in your hands. Now get that. Tom Cable at the Senior Bowl seeing some of the best players in the sport, interviewing, talking, you know, making social with those guys, finding out who they are. And he has absolutely no credibility. What does that say about the Oakland Raiders organization? What does it say when Tom Cable tells a young man, well, we're very interested in you, but I'm not really sure who I am and if I have the ability to offer you a doggone thing. I don't understand that. Perhaps Al Davis is waiting for some better coach to come along at the very end when <laughs> offensive coordinator Todd Haley from Arizona Cardinals would love to make a suicidal move to the Oakland Raiders after appearing in a Super Bowl. Don't think that's possible to happen. We can't get people to come here from teams that have lost. I can't understand the bantering about all these coaches that are in the Super Bowl now. Al is waiting for one of those guys to come to the Raiders, especially knowing the way that Al picks his coaches and what he does. It's amazing that we would even be waiting for this to happen. It's dysfunctional. It's Raiderholicness at its most dysfunctional is what I can say. I'm not waiting for the Super Bowl to figure out who Al is looking at. He's looked at all the people he's going to look at, and the names are going to come out, and it's going to be last minute fully, just like I said before, and it's going to be people we don't know, like that great pickup, Sanjay Lal. You know that you are looking for that one. I know I couldn't wait to have him hired as a coach for the Raiders. The way things are going on in Oakland just goes to show you, you never know till you know, and then you really don't know because they don't know if they're telling the truth or not. So you're stuck with, hmm, what I think is, that's what the Raider Nation says to each other. Trust me, I've said it to everybody. I've talked to a million people, and no one has a freaking clue as to really what's happening. There is one tremendous thing <laughs> that we all agree on and that Al Davis has got to go. That is a for sure in the Raider Nation. And that is all I have to say <laughs> about connecting the dots. Brother. Well, our next story would be some light in a dark place.
Yes, that's right. Light in a dark place. Um, this is also from an article here uh, by Jerry McDonald entitled Hackett Could Ascend. And I just seem to agree with him 100% on this one. So I'm going to kind of peruse this and talk about what he has to say. A couple of things worth noting. Al Saunders remains the lone known candidate to have interviewed with as an offensive coordinator. There's no word on whether he's been offered the job or not, or whether he's willing to take it. If Saunders doesn't work out, chances are Paul Hackett, who the club announces quarterback coach Wednesday, would probably move up to offensive coordinator, I have no doubt. But if we got both guys, Saunders and Hackett, that would give the Raiders a lot of offensive knowledge upon which to draw. Saunders is from the Don Coriel years, and that's right. Long ball, down the field, stretch the field kind of game, the kind that Al kind of likes to have. Where Hackett is the way more conservative guy. His reputation has been excellent in terms of quarterback fundamentals and controlling the clock, which is a lot of running. So he's more of a running coach which is a great combination for a coaching staff because you get the best of both worlds. He was criticized, of course, when he was with the Chiefs and the Jets for his third-down conservative play, and he'd always get that shorty, and they wouldn't get that third-down conversion. Those are things that Saunders is way more aggressive. So between the two of them, we could have a really good coaching staff on the offensive side of the ball, something I'd be very positive with, and with the playbook that we already have, we could be doing some really good stuff. If we just build on the end of last season, that'd be tremendous. Now, let's not take out Mark Tressman, even though there's been no word that they've had any contact. Yes, and he lost the Montreal Grey Cup to the Calgary Stampeders. You know, that is something that I just pray would happen. Tressman is a great offensive mind. And so far, Allison, the only one to really test this guy in the NFL, and he did a great job for Gruden. Why we don't go after this cat, I just don't know. It's killing me. 11 days without interviews. It's really getting dry out there, and you knew it was going to happen. Now, linebackers coach Mike Halakak, I think that's it. I don't know. Halakak is what I'm calling him. But he could... He could be taking that uh, Don Martindale job. But you know what? The Carolina Panthers want him. So that's a lot to say, man. That's a lot to say. So I hope we keep this cat because I think he'd be a great job and a great addition to the coaching staff of the Oakland Raiders. So there are some good things that are happening here. I hope that they continue uh, more good things than bad. But 11 days without an interview, 11 days lost with the Free agency right around the corner. You know, unless we're not going to do anything, which I don't believe is the truth, you know, we could pick up some great linemen in free agency. You know, there's all kinds of things that could shake loose in this year. So, you know, I just cannot believe we don't have a head coach because, man, this is a 365-day-a-year job. It's every day. It's 20 hours a day. It's a tough job. I don't know if I'd take it, but I'll tell you what, $2 million a year don't seem bad. You have to work for it, though. So those are the positives. I'm just hoping that for some reason, man, I'm hoping we get a coach that can bring some other coaches in. We're going to have to have that. 
And I don't know. I really don't know. I think the reason, why would you go to a coaching staff where you're not sure if your boss is going to like you? That just doesn't make any sense, and it doesn't make any sense to this Raider fan, and I still can't get over it. I'm going to harp on it till it happens. And for God's sake, at least if Cable's the man, make him the man. But you know what? I just fear this thing coming out saying he was always the coach all along by John Douchebag Herrera. Yeah. <laughs> Brother, man. Uh, well, there you have it. What's next? <laughs> What's next is very special teams in 08, baby. Great special teams. We're going to hit on those guys right now. In 2008, we can say one thing with certainty. The special teams of the Oakland Raiders were the shining diamond in a doggone stadium, whether away or at home. The special team unit shined, man. Raiders put in five scoring touchdown returns. Great. putting up And also putting opposing teams in a bad position on the field. Thank you, Lettler. That's right. With the tandem of Sebastian Janikowski and Shane Lettler, we had a great special team squad. Not only those two guys, but the rest of the guys on the team on special teams did a great job. Janikowski, man, nine years, man, with the Raiders. The first-round draft pick has continued to be pretty doggone consistent. I've bitched him out when he's missed, but he's always been pretty damn good. And with as many kickers in the league that are out of a job this year, you got to know that we got a diamond here for sure. Leckler, need I say more? Pro bowler. He's the man. He's been here in the good times, and he's certainly hit, been here in the bad times. And we are hoping that he does not hit the road at the 09 season. All pro punter, man, just like Ray Guy. Actually, Ray Guy set the dog on standard and is still not in the fucking Hall of Fame. Sorry about the F-bomb, but I just can't believe it. It's not just me, but most of the national media that are over 35, understand how important Ray Guy was to the NFL. Why the NFL doesn't get that, I don't get it. I've done story after story every year when he's not been put in, and it just blows me away. But our punter right now is like Ray Guy. He is awesome. Shane Leckler gets more woo in the stadium than anybody else on the field. When he puts one of those putts in the air, the whole crowd is crazed. Great job by him all season long. And let's not forget Johnny Lee Higgins and Justin Miller. Both of them combined for five touchdown returns. They didn't make it to the Pro Bowl, but still, excellent job by our special teams in every way, shape, and form. Isaiah Ikajuba, that's right. He's going to the Pro Bowl as an alternative that's who saw it, the NFL. That's right. And let's not forget it, man, because there was a whole lot of other players on those teams that made it happen. 
But that's where the young guys come in and they play. We have great potential in these positions. And the doggone teams are sporting some great, great momentum. Let's just hope with the loss of our head coach and our special teams that it doesn't take away from, you know, what's going on. Of course, we do have uh, our new coach of the special teams, which I hope does a better job. Well, who knows? Who knows? Because Brian, uh, I guess S-C-H-N-E-I Schneider, uh, John Schneider went to USC, and that's a shame because he was the man that make it ha- made it happen. And, uh, you know, I remember retirement of Jared Cooper, too. That was a bad thing. He was the rocket, man. That was a great thing uh, that we had with him. And then he left, unfortunately. I like Coop. He was a good dude. You'll see him on uh, on the NFL once in a while. He's pretty funny. But our special teams this season, folks, were the highlight for me. There's one thing I could depend on every game is the fact that they would come out and play as as good as anyone in the league every time. You're always looking for Johnny Lee or Miller to run back a touchdown. They always did some pretty good things. I thought with Chris Carr being gone that we'd lose a lot of that action, but we didn't skip a beat. Special teams still remains the best part of our, our game at this point, and hopefully uh, with the new coach in place, it will stay the best part of this team as well because we need our special teams. And Leckler, please stay, man, because I don't know what's going to happen if you leave because I don't know if we got anybody that can kick the ball quite that good, honestly. We'll be looking for someone in the draft. Ugh. Let's keep this guy. We got to. And that's how for special teams we did a great job this season. And that's our big Raider Nation. Hoo-yah! For our special teams, brother. Because they were awesome. Bad the well, now we have the Raider Nation podcast. Bone line. That's right. Bone line is right. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Get on it. Speak your piece, say what you will, get it off your chest, whatever you got to do. Makes me feel better, obviously. So let's hit the bone line because you got something to say and we need to hear it. Who we got first on the bone line today? We got the Raider Troll from the Windy City. What you got, partner? Raider Greg, it's the Troll from Chicago. Got some interesting uh, rumors on the rumor mill here in the Windy City, brother. Uh, first and foremost, coming over the heap, $800 million stadium in Industry, California, just outside of L.A. A lot of rumors that there's going to be a big push to take the Raiders back to L.A. A little concerned about that because I firmly believe they belong in Oakland. Next, big, big rumors is that Chucky is looking to go to Notre Dame but they can't come to terms on contracts. Rumor is that if Chucky can't come to terms on contracts, him and Al have already had some kind of talk. be nice to see Chucky and Alan back in Oakland. Maybe turn this freaking team around. Lots of new blood. Uh, other than that, the only thing I can say is I have to completely agree with until death. Any idiot that said that Mike Shanahan should take a coaching job in Oakland and calls themselves a Raider fan should be shot for being a traitor. 
that man came on TV and publicly said he doesn't care if he loses every game during the season as long as he beats the Raiders. Well, fuck you, Shanahan. That's all I got to say on that. Anyway, Greg, just some tidbits to throw out there at you, reading some football rags and listening to some stories at the bars and stuff. And that's what I'm hearing. Maybe you can find out more being in the home base than I can out here in Chicago. But uh, looking forward to seeing you again out at the games this year, and I'll definitely be in Oakland. Keep the faith, brother. Silver and black until I die. Well, thanks for coming in, Raider Troll. And you know what? The team could move to L.A. All things are possible. The city of industry. I used to live there, actually. The city of industry in L.A. is prime prime real estate for this stadium. It'd be a pretty nice place for a, a spot if they put one in there. And the Raiders could go. Oh, well. I can't lose any sleep about it. What can you do? Not that I can do anything about it anyway. So, well, it'll happen if it happens. As far as Chucky goes, I'd love to see him back. I'm hoping that that's the only reason we haven't named a head coach yet. That would be wonderful to hear his name come up. But you never know. And as far as the Shannon Rat's concerned, I just can't wait for the Raiders to beat whatever team he's playing for. I don't care who's he's coaching. I just want to see the Raiders go beat his ass every doggone game. I would love to see it, especially if he was like an offensive or defensive coordinator somewhere. That would be great. And, yes, man, bring your ass to Oakland because I will be there too. And you know we have to tip a beer because the tailgates seems like a distant memory now. we got to get them games back because it's time, man. I can't wait for football to start especially if we have some good and positive news in the coaching ranks. So let's see. Who do we have on the bone line next? We have Raider D from San Francisco. And don't call it Frisco because people get a little pissed. What you got to say, partner? Yo, Raider Greg, Raider Nation, bone line, everyone that's listening. This is Raider D out in San Francisco. Wanted to call in and throw in my two cents for what it's worth. Listen to the last podcast. I'm just a little bit upset at you, Greg, saying you're not going to get your season tickets, man. We need you out there. I'm a season ticket holder, have been for the last couple of years, and I'm not buying my preseason tickets no more. I'm not buying as many fucking $8 beers. I'm not buying any more merchandise. Um, But I'm going to be at the games, man. I'm going to be out there, and I'm going to be fucking talking shit to other fans. I'm going to be cheering on the Raiders. And I'm going to wear my Jamarcus jersey when he gets good. I haven't been able to really break it out as much as I want him, man. But um, I'll I'll bring it out when he gets good. I think McFadden next year. I think they'll keep Tom Cable as a coach. And hopefully we can get some people in here and try to make a run out of it. I'm looking at the home schedule. And there's some definitely some beatable teams. The Bengals are coming to town. I think next year we're going to get over the hump and beat the Chargers. And I think there's going to be some brilliance next year. I think we're going to get a good home home rally going we could maybe get four or five games out of these these games at home so let's cheer them in and i hope you get your season tickets and i hope you see see everyone out there raider greg and the raider nation this is raider d and i'm out well raider d that's right as far as my raider tickets go i'm telling you man every day is a different day and i keep thinking you know one day i'm like no way and the next day i'm like well maybe probably will get the tickets though it's the more you know i i got a bitch about something I sure get pissed off at this team, boy. Can't you tell? I get flipped out when things aren't done, at least in a reasonable way. I mean, come on. 
I'm not the only one out here saying the same thing, man. I'm going to tell you right now, there must be another fan out there that must agree a little bit with me about what's happening with the organization, but it sure is frustrating, and I will be there for sure. You know I'm going to get my tickets. Randy's laughing right now. And I will be seeing you sport the number two representing the Silverback, and it's good, man. Keep coming. You know, I'm always encouraging everyone to come to games, and I'm going to be there too until they move or until they win. You know I'm going to be there no matter what, and even especially if they win. And as far as the schedule next year, I am sick. I am sick. They better play Brantley. I'm sick of saying, oh, we could win this game or we might win that game. I want to say we can win all the games. I say if the team plays like they did the last two games, we got a chance to go into the, to the postseason and to the playoffs. This team can do it. I know they can do it. And I am not going to accept anything less than that next season. And I don't give a shit if the janitor is the head coach. I expect the best because we have we got the best. We got great players, and the potential is all there, and the mix is there to make a run for the Super Bowl, and I'm not shitting. Thanks for the call, man. Be, always call in. Don't worry. You never rattle Raider Greg. Okay, what we got going on now? Who is on the line next? We have Raider AC in the house. Hey, everybody. This is Raider AC up here in Portland, listening to the current uh, episode of the Bone Line. I mean, of the Bone Line, of the Raider Cast, Raider Nation podcast, excuse me. And uh, you guys started talking about the draft, and the draft excites me. And uh, I thought I'd give my two cents and see what everybody thinks. This is all not knowing who's going where, so it's all, you know, just kind of guessing. But, of course, I think we should take an offensive tackle. I like Andre Smith out of Alabama. I, I do not think he'll be there. I think he's probably going to go number two to the Rams. Uh, I also like uh, Michael Crabtree out of Texas Tech. Uh, I've made that point before. I don't know if he'll be there. Either way would be a good pick. If we're going to go an offensive lineman and Andre Smith's not there, I guess there's a there's another okay guy in Virginia, and there's a couple others. I don't know if they're worth picking that high if Andre Smith isn't there. I have another thing to say. I love Kirk Morris, and I, I just listened to a caller say maybe we should think about trading him. I have another another option. What if we push Kirk to outside along with Thomas Howard, who's already on the other outside linebacker, and draft Ray Maliuga out of USC. This guy is a beast. He controls the middle. People are scared of this guy. He's bigger than Ray Lewis, faster than Ray Lewis. This guy is a beast. I mean, he'd be perfect to, to, to send that killer attitude to the defense and hold people responsible for messing up and, and just having that, that warrior attitude. I, I would like that. I didn't think I would at first. I thought we had a good linebacker core, but when you look at some of the stuff, we had a hard time plugging holes and stopping that run. And, and if you do trade Kirk Morrison, you know, get somebody good for him, and you'd have to draft Ray Maliuga at that time to fill the spot. I'd be open to either one. What do you guys think? Um, as far as I keep hearing you guys talk about Taylor Mays, uh, he's already said he's going back to USC. He's not going to the NFL, so that's not a, an option from what I see, uh, what I understand. And I understand how Davis likes to pick uh, defensive backs, which I don't think we even need to mess around right now at this time with that position. Um, offensive lineman, we all know we need. If we get that great one like Andre Smith, that would be awesome. Uh, Michael Crabtree would be awesome. Ray Maliuga would be awesome. Anybody else? I don't think so awesome. But that's just my opinion. Good luck, Raiders. We need you. I miss you. Come on back to me. 
Well, man, I'll tell you what. The draft is a little early for me, and I'll tell you why. Because free agency has to happen. We have to have that two weeks, 14 days of free agency at least. Three weeks, really. But at least the first two weeks to find out who's available and what could happen. Because we could... We could do a lot of things in free agency. Al's done a lot of crazy things. We could do a lot of good things in free agency before we actually think of the draft because there's a lot of things that can we could lose people, and that means we'll have some holes to fill, that kind of thing. So the draft is something to look forward to. I do think we do need offensive, defensive lines. Uh, Smith, I think, is going to the Rams. Crabtree, I think, is going to the Sea Chickens anyways. And if we could get this Ray Maliuga guy out of USC, that would be a great pickup that would solidify the run defense which we have had a hard time with for the past three seasons I mean really just imagine if we didn't have to worry about the run so much and we could let our uh, defensive backs do their job without having to come up so much that would be a great idea and I think we need to get that linebacker in there big big time and a big monster like him would be a great job and thank the good lord above that Taylor Mays is not available because man I don't want to see another defensive back draft for a long, long time. That's somebody I think we should pick up in free agency anyway. Trying to find these guys is like finding a needle in the doggone haystack. Thanks for your call, brother. It's all good. Okay, who is on the line next? We have Raider TR. Man, he's in that golden black territory. Pennsylvania, Steeler country. Yeah. What you got to say, man? Hey, Raider Greg, this is TR calling in from Northwest Pennsylvania. Unfucking fortunately, Steelers country. Uh, just wanted to call in and say thanks for doing the podcast, even though the team's been in the dumps as of lately. Uh, last two games look good. I'm looking forward to the next season. I think we have all the talent in the world, but no fucking coaching at all. Uh, see what happens with that. If Cable can rally the team, I would say keep Cable. And if we have one more bad season with Cable, who the hell cares? It's one more bad season, right? Um, but on that note, I need a good season because I have to fucking hear about the goddamn Steelers and their sixth Super Bowl ring if they're going to get it. And I can't fucking take it anymore. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to go postal on the town of Pittsburgh. But, uh, uh, excited about next season again because I'm going to be able to make it to two games. We play at Pittsburgh and at Cleveland. So hopefully I'll get to meet up with some of the Raider fans there next season. And, yeah, go Raiders. Please fuck the Steelers. Well, that's right. we got plenty of talent and no coaching. Hopefully we have fixed that coaching thing this season. But, man, I don't know. Uh, Cable could do good as anybody else, I guess, at this point. Looking at who we've, we've looked at and interviewed, I'm not very enthusiastic. Sorry to say. And if them Steelers get a 6-3, I feel for you, brother. But you know what? Just be loud and proud. Wear your silver and black. What are you going to do, man? We got three. Some teams don't have none. So we're all right. You're all right. And if the team comes back next season like I think they can, we'll be very all right. You know, I'll tell you what. If you can go see two games, that's very, very cool, especially being out of the Bay Area and not able to travel back here. I'll tell you right now, Make it to Oakland. Get out here. Get your ass in a seat here in the home turf, man. There is nothing like it. Nothing like it at all. If you're a Raider fan, you will be blown away. I've seen eyes the size of dollars out here. Crazy. Crazy fun. You got to dig it. Okay. Thanks for the call, brother. Keep them coming. 
And who do we have next? Yes, we have one of the old-time callers, one of the guys I love to hear from. Don't hear from him enough. The Archangel from Storm Mountain, Georgia. Raider Greg, Raider Nation. This is Archangel from Stone Mountain, Georgia. Long time no here. Uh, Raider Greg, I've been still listening to your podcast, brother, so uh, keep it coming, partner. Keep it coming. You and the other guys are having me cracking up as far as what you guys have been talking about. Well, anyway, it's uh, Sunday, and uh, right now I'm looking at, uh, on the NFL Network, the annual uh, past Super Bowls that have been played, and I'm watching the Tampa Bay and Oakland Super Bowl. And, you know, we got blowed out of that game, and come to think of it, that is when it all started going down for us, actually, when we started getting blown out in a lot of games. Uh, we can blame that on Bill Callahan for him being stupid and not changing the damn plays before the Super Bowl was played. I mean, hell, if I'm going against the previous head coach of the team, I'm going to change up the plays so that way they won't be practicing against what we're going to be running. Stupid idiot. Well, anyway, uh, lately I've been seeing as far as the Raiders have been uh, getting some new coaches here, and uh, it looks like Tom Cable is going to stay on as the head uh, coach because in normal times, normally you get the head football coach first, and then he the one get all the assistant coaches and whatnot uh, for his team. But as we all know, Al Davis is the one who always chooses all the coaches. So uh, maybe that is the case. And like I said, maybe uh, Tom Cable, more than likely, he'll be the head coach. Won't be too bad of a thing. I mean, he did uh, help the team out quite a bit as far as uh, this past season. And uh, I originally predicted that we would win at least six games, but we won five. Oh, well, went away from that prediction. But anyway, uh, hopefully in the draft, we'll go ahead and pick up some decent players. And if not some decent players in the draft, uh, then again, maybe in free agency. As far as I'm concerned, there's a lot of players that played this past season that we need to cut bait with because uh, those guys doesn't have any heart as far as playing football. They evidently just playing for a paycheck, and they steal it Al's money. So cut bait, go out there in free agency and start getting some players, and then we'll see what happens after that. But anyway, I'll be still listening to the Raider podcast. Raider fans, hang in there. You know there's always a new year coming up. Talk to you guys later. I'm out. Right on, man. You know what? I love it when you call in. You know why? Because you sound like me. <laughs> you got some great takes, man. Yeah, you know, we did go hit the bucket after the Tampa Bay Buccaneers game and a Super Bowl. And, you know, Callahan, don't blame him. He just was too stupid. That's why he didn't change the plays. He couldn't change the plays. You have to be a dynamic coach that can think in order to change the plays. And that was not Callahan, obviously he proved it. He didn't do very well in college football either. So, you know, as far as cutting people, we got to cut some people. Uh, it's hard to do when you don't have a coach that's consistent. If Cable's the man, he might be able to see the, the holes that we need to punch out as far as getting rid of people and putting new people in. But that's a hard one to say, man, because Al Davis is the personnel man, and he, he keeps people, you know, like Buchanan. Uh, like Gibson, like people that are worthless because they're a good personality. I don't know why, man. That just blows me away that Al would pay all that money for some bullshit like that. But that's how it is. 
And I'm looking for free agency. I know the draft is one thing, but we got to see what's going to go on with our team, who's leaving, and then who we can pick up that's out there because there's a lot of good players you can get in free agency. That's what I'm excited about. Proven commodity, not a mystery man. And when you throw the dice, you know, like a crapshoot, that's what the draft can be. That's for sure. We've seen it happen so many times. Thanks for calling in, man. You know you're always welcome here. And don't don't wait so long to call. I know there's not much news, but, you know, there's always little leaks here and there. Thank you, John, the douchebag Herrera, and Mike Taylor. Ugh, I hate those guys. Okay, who's up next? On the bone line, we got a guy here, and I like him, Ray to Jason. Tell it like it is, brother. It's Ray to Jason. Man. Why does Al Davis wait until the last minute to hire a coach? We get these scrub coaches that no one else even looks at, and now Herm Edwards is gone, and I would shit my pants if Shanahan goes there. be another decade of, you know, Shanahan against the Raiders. Bullshit. Tired of that. Hope he fucking just doesn't coach or goes to Dallas. Do something. Just stay out of the AFC West. Come on, Al. What are you waiting for? It's obvious you're going to hire Cable already. I mean, geez. Otherwise, he'd be gone to who knows where, Seattle, whatever. Just hire him already, get your assistance, and let's go. Get on the page, buddy. The Raider Nation's tired of waiting for your old wrinkly ass. I'm out. That's right. The coaching search, I told you guys before, man, it just takes forever. And trust me, nobody wants to come here because they don't know who the boss is going to be. That's right. You don't know if you're going to be in a seat and you're going to be in your desk and you either see someone you really like coming in as a boss or someone you really don't like coming in as a boss. It's a weird thing, man. Who knows what Al's thinking? I don't know what Al's thinking, but I know that he's got to get his old crooked-ass finger on that phone and start dialing because 11 days without an interview, that's some bullshit. And don't believe it when they say we're waiting for some coach from the two winning Super Bowl teams or two winning uh, division uh, teams. I don't believe that for a second. And you shouldn't either because the cable guy is the guy, and that's going to be the guy, and I wish they'd just make him the guy because we got things to do. Uh, it's t- tough to have a position and not have the position. What respect do you glean as a head coach when you go to talk to people uh, about joining the team or being on the coaching staff when you don't have any position? That really says a whole lot, and thank you, Al, for all that. Okay, who's next on the line? Oh, we got a familiar voice from the past. That's right. We have Uptown Rada. He called us from Yemen, man. Can you believe that? Yemen. That's right. Check it out on the map. It'll blow your mind. Welcome home, my brother. Welcome home. I bet you it's nice to be home, too. And thanks for doing what you do. You know what I'm saying? What's up, Raider Nation? This is Uptown Raider. I'm no longer in Yemen. I'm actually back in the Bay Area. I wanted to call about two reasons. First of all, Michael Crabtree, we have to get this guy. Last time we made a mistake by not drafting a wide receiver was Larry Fitzgerald. And right now, he's probably considered the best wide receiver in the NFL. I see Michael Crabtree. He shows 
when he has the ball, he runs like LT, and he's elusive like Barry Sanders, and he gets open like Jerry Rice. There's no way we could possibly miss out on a guy like this. We have to get him if he's still up on the board. I don't care. I don't care what anyone says. Next thing about the coaching, I don't know what the hell is going on, but we're not getting a good coach, so don't uh, don't count on that. We're probably going to get a, a someone like, I mean, I, I don't hate the guy, but Tom Cable ain't the answer, and people just don't want to work for Al Davis. That's just it. Al Davis is a bitch. You know, he needs to go away. He needs to do something. Let his son take over or something. Because the way he's going right now, uh, probably, like you said, Raiders won't do anything until he's in the ground. Well, that's all I got to say. Thanks, Raider Greg. And I'm out. Well, you know, the coaching search is what it is. And we could have a miracle season, man. I am not going to say that because we didn't hire, uh, you know, some miracle coach that we're not going to have a good season. It's just going to be harder to get there. And there are coaches every year, you don't know, that that make it to the show. So, you know, you could just (laughs) – you got to be happy that uh, Shanahan didn't get hired by the Chiefs because it could be just like that old uh, Marty Schottenheimer curse where he went from the Chiefs to San Diego and beat us in both teams in the division – we don't want any of that crap happening here. That's for sure. Shanarad, stay retired and sit on your ass and don't do anything. And when you do, make a move to the East Coast, some other team. It could be on the AFC, but not the AFC West, brother. Okay, man, thanks for the call and keep them coming. Who we got on the line next? We have a regular contributor, man. This guy's cool. I like him. Virginia Raider. What you got to say, my brother? <laughs> What's up, Raider Nation? It's Virginia Raider. Um, watching Super Bowl coverage on NFL Network, and I'm sure as many of you know by now, uh, Adam Schefter, uh, among other sources, said that um, we've hired Cable, and uh, in classic Raider fashion, they're denying it. Um, Honestly, it's been quite obvious to me. I mean, who in the hell puts together a coaching staff without having its leader, the head coach? Um, it's fucking ridiculous. But uh, I think the whole get rid of Al before we can ever be good again situation goes further than just Al Davis himself. I think we need to get rid of John Herrera. He's a moron. He uh, sits up sits up the top of the at the staff and sucks on old Al's dick and uh, does whatever he asks him to do just to keep him a job. And it's uh, it's pretty ridiculous. Um, I can't stand him. I can't stand the other guy. Um, I can't remember his name right off the top of my head. But uh, I I just can't stand any other man. It's pretty bad being a a diehard fan that we can't stand our, um, our front office people even our owner, but um, anyway, uh, as far as the draft goes, I know that's what the podcast is supposed to be about, um, the draft, I'm hoping we go O-line, I'm hoping we get Eugene Monroe from uh, University of Virginia, or um, one of those big linemen, there's four or five of them out there, kids from Baylor, Jason Smith, um, 
Andre Smith from Alabama, uh, among other kids. Um, but we need to work on both the lines, front seven on defense and offense. Um, at least we can't go Taylor Mays like everybody's been saying. You went back to college, thankfully, back to USC. But uh, that's all I've got this week, guys. I'll talk to you later. Peace. Well, there you go. It just goes to show you our head coach doesn't pick his assistants. I don't know if they can get any assistants to come here. That's why I'm absolutely positive we're getting nobody from the two winning teams in the divisions. So don't look for that. You got to look. Uh, it's just going to happen. It's going to come together. Like I said, they're going to throw a bunch of names in the hat. And whoever needs a job is going to get a job. Thank goodness we didn't hire back. Uh, Ray, Jimmy Ray, the 49ers took him. I'm la I'm laughing when they took him as an offensive coordinator. What a joke that is. He will show his true colors because he blows. <laughs> but uh, you know what? Smith out of Alabama is going to be going. He's going to go to the Rams. And I, I don't know where um, Monroe is going to go, but we might get him. But we do need to get some offensive and defensive line. We'll see what happens in free agency. That's what I'm saying. And the fact that they said Cable was the man and then the Raiders, in classic fashion, like you say, deny it, just makes me, you know, I've been making me sick forever, you guys know. And the other guy's name is Mike Taylor. That's what you're talking about because I know him too. Both of these characters are executives in title only, scumbags and scrotes and everything else for that matter. Uh, both of them laptops for Al Davis. Al Davis could tell them, you know, go tell everybody to suck my ass. They'd go out there and a smile and say, everybody, Al Davis wants you to, well, really just suck his ass. And they would say it just like that. And whatever they, whatever Al says, what they put out there, uh, lies or not, they, that matter of fact, I am sure they're helping with the lies because they're both those kind of personalities. So that's our front office, man. The, don't let that get confused with the staff because the people who work there in ticket sales and everywhere else in the building are pretty doggone cool. They're pretty good people, and they just want to keep their job and keep things going. But uh, they have some principles in that office, but not at those two positions. That is for sure. They are lacking, if you know what I'm saying. Well, that's it for the Bone Line, and that's it for this show. Thank you for listening to the Raider Nation podcast. I know it's a tough offseason, especially for the Raiders without a coach, without a captain. The insane are running <laughs> the asylum. And that's what I got to call it in Alameda, the asylum. Because it is insane the way we're picking up coaches, the way we're not, and the denials, denials, denials. Why is there so much drama in Alameda? I just think Al needs the attention, and I think that's more important than winning, really. Because it seems to be the case Let's just hope we put it together, mix it up, shake it up, throw it out on the field, and it kicks some ass, people. That's what we can hope for, and that's what we pray for as a Raider Nation. So we'll just look and see what happens next time. Hopefully we'll have a coach by the next time I talk. We'll see. Who knows? Could be Gruden. That stranger things have happened, and it would be a great, great thing. Boy, it's going to be a hell of a show if he gets made our head coach. This is Raider Greg with dreams of lollipops in my head. Dreaming of good coaches. <laughs> oh, God. Let's just pray, shall we? And I'm out. <laughs> <laughs>